0: Welcome to a very special episode of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review podcast. Um, Because this is a special double sized, double entry, as we like to refer to it, (laughs) episode. This is episode 100. Can you believe it?
1: How did we get here?
0: Bloody hell. So, this is a show that serves the sequential trust. It upholds the panel structure and it protects the corner box. Helping me carry out our lawful comics duty are two top geezers. First up, the creator of the best ever comic called Vanguard, Mr. Daniel Guns Butcher. <laughs> hey, dear man. Thank you. Hello. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. And the X is for explosive. He's known as PXD. He's a comics creator, designer, and podcaster, all round big, big shagger. Pete Davis. Hey, dear man. You're right. <laughs> Good evening. Guys <laughs> <laughs> alright? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. It's, good. it's fucking hot here. It's really hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been really hot, hot
2: here too. Just come
0: from nowhere. Yeah, hasn't mm-hmm. it? i, I was speaking shorts to... on. Me too. I was rocking the cargo shorts about the village today. Got quite the looks of my very white legs that are almost transparent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a fish's body. You can see like the veins. And... You can. Isn't muscle it? structure when it. ladies get near
0: you can see the sort of blood veins pumping a bit quicker you know kind of <laughs> look a bit scared
1: <laughs> good stuff in uh, one of the comics we're talking about tonight that okay. kind of imagery
0: yes could be good now pete you're going to tell us what we're talking about and then daniel is going to explain it to us yeah. he's going to give us a little bit of a story so what are we talking about today Giza
2: we are talking about i'm i'm going to guess that this, this comic was purely and simply made for dan yeah
0: <laughs>
2: um, you know before before the creators even knew that's what they were doing uh it's yeah. dark horses robocop versus terminator
0: brilliant stuff yes the first series there is another one which you'll yes. we'll maybe mention later this is the first series uh, in 1992
2: realize there was another series.
0: yeah much later man and not as good um, is it,
2: yeah is it kind of like the robocop films where the good, first one's good and then they gradually get worse so we just don't yeah. want to talk about more hear about more
0: i keep know? forgetting that new one
1: happened yeah yeah so, wasn't yeah. yeah it wasn't awful but this was completely one note is it vanilla uh, oh, well. is that the right word to say <laughs> yeah i would say so yeah, yeah. that's more it, terminology for sex isn't it but that's robocop said everything <laughs> <laughs> robocop said everything you need to say on the subject for me yeah. and for to try and say it again but not as well uh why bother
0: yeah now i know you weren't there pete but the um dan had this film for his 40th birthday hideout cinema look at him Oh, uh, Daddy, Daddy Warbucks and I brought my son along and we watched bollocks? it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Watching in the cinema with an audience was a completely different experience than yeah. the other time I've seen it. I enjoyed it so much more because when there were like uh, laughs, <clears throat> everyone was laughing and when kind of shit went down, it, it, the atmosphere was electric. It yeah. was really good. So nice I, to see I, on a big screen, wasn't it?
2: I think there are okay. some films aren't there that you, you you need to see on a on a big mm. screen. The big the big blockbusters, the yeah. big action films whereas you know, a, a nice rom-com really doesn't ever need to make <laughs> it to the next screen.
0: let The Davis household. But Let's put a nice rom-com on, shall we, darling? <laughs> oh, I don't, yeah. listen, I don't
2: mind watching it on the TV. <laughs> yeah. well, I, interesting. I, I, was... And this is not, with my, this is not with my, 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 my missus now, the previous missus. We went and, and I we paid like £20 a ticket years and years and years ago to watch some god-awful rom-com. It wasn't even one of the good ones. In the cinema. Why do we need to see it on a massive screen? <laughs> oh.
0: Seriously. Yeah. Uh but that's by the by <laughs> right so written by frank miller uh art by walt simonson cool. um he do also did the covers uh colors by steve Oliff. letters by john workman uh my copy as an intro by Stephen grant um so a team that's the a team in it that's not bad yeah um mm-hmm. yeah now the story is a little complicated but dan you signed kind of simplified it, haven't you just so just yes. give an overview of what it's about if you don't mind
1: so we've got uh, in one of the most celebrated comic crossovers ever fate reveals that the technology that built robocop will lead to the creation of skynet alex murphy must engage in a time-twisting battle against both the murderous computer network and the human resistant fighters out to destroy him
0: brilliant stuff man nicely done you should work for a publicity department somewhere that's good <laughs> <laughs> now there is to me the movies for this are kind of like there's like a holy trilogy of movies for me, you know. Yeah. Or there's a few of them, aren't there? But the, these two are definitely in there along with probably Total Recall. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Probably yeah. Predator. Alien, alien Aliens. Yeah, there's there's that little sweet spot of horror action movies, isn't it, that we all enjoy, I think. Mm. Um so what was Pete, let's start with you mate. Sorry. Um, Pete what, what was your first exposure to um RoboCop or Terminator? Can you remember?
2: Okay. Um well, Terminator was a bit later if i remember correctly. Um, yeah. I mean Terminator was, was that made late? Oh, God, I can't remember which film came first now. Uh, Terminator came
0: first didn't it I think. It did? Yes. Okay one, yeah.
2: so i think yeah. i watched Terminator later in life. Um, you know really enjoyed it obviously. I was probably on an Arnie binge at the time. It was during the 90s i would imagine at some point. Yeah. Whereas RoboCop this is funny now when when you know you're not allowed to show your kids anything anymore are you because it could be too violent and 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 <laughs> I can remember at the age of, I don't know what age, six, seven, eight, whatever the hell I was. My dad showed me Jaws and I had nightmares for <laughs> years afterwards that I'm on a train and either side of us is water and I'm going to be eaten by a shark.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: he also, yeah. I can tell you now, I think Robocop was either a PG or a 12 and I, th- I think I was about 9, 10. And we watched that and, you know, the bit when he gets his, ha- you know, right at the start, when he gets absolutely mutilated yeah. and doesn't he get his hand blown off? Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure there, there was 18. Like a ten-year-old watching this. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm sat there watching this, and and it must I must have been it was in the eighties, yeah. right? So I, I I was you know I was ten and under, and I'm sat there watching this, and 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 uh, you know I wouldn't dare let my kids watch this. Sort of
1: thing, no way, thing. No Yeah, it's yeah,
2: horrendous. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's some humorous moments in it. You know, with the guys being you know melted with the acid, but
1: I mean, for for a, <laughs> for a yeah. kid to watch it,
2: it's horrendous. And yeah. and I just I, you know,
1: oh. Same thing. I saw that when I was young, like on a dodgy VHS uh, copy, which which made it even worse. Right. And that fucking traumatized me without a doubt. Yeah. That killing of uh, Alex Murphy. It was really
0: horrific. It's quite upsetting when you think about it, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is. is. Yeah. What about Terminator? Dan, when did you see that first?
1: uh I can. My first memories of the Terminator film was uh, I was unwell when it, as a kid, and the Terminator trailer came on. And there's a in the trailer. There's a bit where. Uh, at the end, the Terminator's, like, climbing through that machine. machinery after Sarah Connor, and he's kind of creeping through it. And that night, I had, like, fever dreams of that, of, like, <laughs> him coming to get me. And I can't remember when I first saw the the actual film, but it was just, yeah, again, like, just absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah. I, after re-watching it over the years, I, I've moved from the fact of thinking, oh, this is a science fiction film, to the fact it's essentially a horror film, and yeah. with yeah. science fiction elements in it. Yeah, it is. And it's and it's post like horror film, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah. designed a horror film. My experience of seeing Terminator was, I've really good memories of what happened. So I'd been to the local comic shop called The Globe in Ipswich, where I was at boarding school, mm. and we were like fucking feral. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody showered. We just stole things. You know, tried to steal booze, got drunk. You know, it's like that. And I yeah. was, <laughs> I think fifteen, and I was with my mate Gibson and I was carrying I remember, always remember I was carrying a load of comics I bought I bought a load of volume one man things but they'd given them to me in a big comic bag so a see through so I went to I went to buy a ticket and I was quite a fucking I, I was quite a young looking kid you know what I mean I went to buy a ticket and I made Gibbo hold the comics while I bought my <laughs> ticket and then he went up to. I was successful then he went up to buy a ticket and he handed me the comics as if that was like the big problem it was the <laughs> fact that we had comics under arms, you know? Um, and I'd heard nothing about it, nothing at all. And we watched it, and we were fucking out. What is this? You know, it's just yeah. incredible. And then Robocop, I was an adult, I think, and I saw it at the cinema Robocop. Um, so I think the first time I saw it, and then I re-watched it on VHS. Gotcha. From a sort of rental VHS. You know, I'd go and rent it from... The video, show. it wasn't even blockbuster then, it was another video shop near, near where I was living in South London. So, I said, just go and watch it. Um, so my memories mostly of Robocop are a small screen until I saw it with you. And when I saw it with you, Dan, I brought my son along who'd never seen it
1: and yeah. he fucking loved it. Yeah, I was there's quite a lot of people in that audience who hadn't seen it before, and like yeah. they were afterwards, they were absolutely like, Oh, that's brilliant, that was great, and really enjoyed this bit and that bit. And I was like, Well, these, these kind of roller coaster variety don't really get too much now with modern cinema because they are sort of made for like to tick boxes and to please as many people yeah. as possible as opposed to being this is what it is and if you don't
0: like it that's on you yeah I think as well I don't know what you guys think but I think to join these two up seems like a no brainer but mm. when you look at it more deeply Ro- the Robocop franchise should be satirical there yeah. is a, there is a satire of modern society in it isn't there yeah yeah um which is present of a in terms yeah.
2: that there's definitely some funny book, bits in the book as well. I uh, I think that yeah. the Robocop uh is you know <laughs> so, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I'd I'd agree with you. There there's definitely some satire and, and some humour in the uh, in the movies as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, good. Good stuff. Right. So we're not a movie podcast, but we are going I don't think we can get away <laughs> with not talking about them, but yeah, that was good. Yeah. So I mean that's where they've got their origins, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. So we're going to um, talk a little bit about the book in a bit and probably pick out some of our favourite questions, favourite favorite pages, right? rather. But what I thought we could talk about a bit is the creators for a while. It would be a remiss, and he is someone we've talked about, we've talked about both the main creators on this show before. Um, we talked about Simonson with the Alien um, adaption he did, which you got, Dan, didn't you? You got after hearing... Dave Kennedy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That was like I'd never read that before, and after watching, uh, listening to the episode, you guys did. I uh, got that straight away, and I fucking loved it. It's great. Such <laughs> a such a powerful comic.
0: Yeah, it is good. What about you, Pete? Have you have you ever read uh, much of Simonson's work, or where did you first discover him?
1: Um, yeah,
2: Simonson. I'm, I I would have read uh, would have been late late eighties. Um, I've got some Thor okay. books, yeah. um, especially the ones where oh, what's the what's the the
0: horse's name i've forgotten his name now um oh um oh, oh god oh um the uh oh, what what's happened to my brain yeah i know you. yeah mean. yeah Mush. yeah
1: exactly who's the replacement Thor? And an,
2: an x-factor
1: yeah yeah was this said again the man with the horse who's the replacement no. Thor? oh uh thunderstrike no the other one the other one Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. All oh, right, sorry. Yeah. So yeah. you're
2: listening to a comics podcast with three creators who can't, <laughs> the comics. Um, I can't remember comics.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, No, that, that was I've I, I got some of that, and 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 obviously his X Factor Run. Um, uh, that was really where I sort of yeah f- found Simonson.
0: Loved yeah. his work. Yeah. So Walt Simonson born 1946 in Knoxville, Tennessee. I don't think we can underestimate and underestimate the influence he's had on other creators as well. I see a bit of maybe in Todd McFarlane, Mark Texeira. Yeah. Yeah. Larson, you know. um, Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, He himself...
1: You said a bit of of Liefeld.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit, won't we, with weapons and stuff later. But he himself um, was influenced by the Disney classic comics, and he was also a Toth fan. Um, He studied at Amherst College and planned on becoming a paleontologist (laughs) or a geologist, Um, but he enjoyed enjoyed drawing comics so much. By the time he left high school, he had a piece of fan art published in in the Robot Gallery in issue 10 of Magnus Robot Fighter. Um, He was a fan of Norse mythology, which um, in the mid-60s, he discovered Marvel's Thor. Um, He did graduate, so I think he is a geologist technically. Um, He discovered comics were for him um, and was really influenced by Kirby, Ditko, Gil Kane, Merbius, Toppy, and a few other people. He enrolled at the Rhode Island School of Design and graduated in 1972. Now, I always think, every time I read that, I think, oh, Rhode Island School of Design, that must be just some two-pot place. But there's a, quite a few people yeah. went there. I think it was quite a place, I think. Um, okay. His thesis whilst there was Star Slammers, um, which became his portfolio. Yeah. Um, have you read that, Pete? Have you?
2: No, I've... I've um... I don't know. I don't think I've got any Star Slammers.
0: Okay.
1: Um, yeah.
2: No. Have you I, seen... I, Yeah, reading about it. He's he's done some work on Star Slammers, hasn't he? I think yeah. some of his early stuff.
1: Yeah. I know very little about that. Okay.
0: Star yeah, Slammers. I think it was – was it a Marvel graphic novel or an Eclipse? Something like that. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Dan? Where would you have seen his stuff first? Can you remember?
1: I think, like, uh, Thor. Okay. I picking up issues of Thor and then yeah. seeing him in that. And I was like, oh, bloody hell. And then just you know, kind of like you, you suddenly key into an artist – and then you're yeah. like, I realise he's done that. He's done that. I, I like that. I've read that, and yeah, before you know it, you're like, oh, this guy's a fucking heavyweight. That's right. You know, Which I was is. thinking about that
0: because we all think of like, oh, when everyone says Simon Simonson, we think of Thor, and you know, maybe a couple of other things. But he's actually had his fingers in quite a lot of pies. Um yeah. At one at one point, he he visited DC where he met Carmine Infantino and Archie Goodwin. And he walked out into the coffee room at DC. Apparently, and sitting there was Howard Chaykin, Mike Kaluta, Bernie Wrightson, and Alan Weiss. Mm. Believe that? What a fucking Birdie moment girl. that was! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It must have been a great time. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> at one point, at one point, he shared a queen's. I have to say that if there was ever an artist, I'd put him next to it, it would be Chaykin. I think. Probably. Yeah, I
2: was thinking that too. Um, yeah. Obviously, having recently seen quite a bit of Chaykin's work, right? I would, uh, I'd wholeheartedly concur.
0: Yeah, how come have you you've seen his work? Did you do one of those <laughs> classes? Did you? Or?
2: I no. He um. I don't know if you have read it. He's he put a call out for a digital assistant.
0: Of course. And, oh yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah. thought,
2: bugger it. Uh, you know why not? Yeah. Um, I yeah. got some spare time. Obviously, my computer had gone down, so that was a pain in the arse. So I like being shouted That was the worst out. time yeah. in the world for everything <laughs> to happen. But yeah, you know, I made it to the the final few, and and uh, oh, you good know, work, man. it was it was quite quite fun. You know, doing doing the work, putting all this stuff together It's... Uh, very different to the way I build a page. Um, right. I don't know whether it's similar to Dan's. He seems to he he could draw five characters on five different sheets of paper, then send it to a digital artist and tell them where he wants them.
0: Right. Um, uh, yeah.
2: okay. um, whereas I so get a piece of paper and you know draw a panel. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, that's interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. Was, yeah. That's pretty very cool. much how I work. So. Yeah.
2: I th- I thought I, I yeah. think a lot of, maybe a lot of digital artists perhaps do nowadays. I guess it's easier to to work that way rather than try and mash it all together on a page.
0: Oh no. Nice. Um, oh, in stuff, pencil. Man. Yeah, I mean, I know. No, um, I think uh, Cannon did one of his classes, didn't he? And he learned so much. Mm. Yeah, he's a dude who knows what he's talking about. You've probably listened yeah, to the was... word balloon interviews, same as me, Peter. You or yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> those ones where he tells his assistant not to look at him and stuff. That does make me laugh. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I swear we could do like some of those classes uh, amongst us with a small press. Yeah, and like this is how I do what I do, and then you just kind of like take, take a, a room full of people through stuff. And then at the end, you, do you answer questions or something? Yeah. yeah so I'm I sure we've got so, a skill set. Everyone would like to share around. Yeah. There's a few people. Yeah. Aren't there? Yeah.
0: Um, at one point, uh, Simonson shared a queen's apartment with Al Milgram, Howard Shakin, and Bernie Wrightson. That was a hell of an apartment. There's a lot of no, weed sure. smoked in that apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his first professional work was Cyrano's Cyrano's army in weird war tales. Number 10. Um, is, I suppose his breakthrough one and where I first saw him was Manhunter with Archie Goodwin, which was a backup in Detective Comics, which is still quite revered, isn't it? I think it's uh, still one of those books people talk about. And it's where we, I think I was really struck with that style that he uses. Um, 1979, um, they worked on Alien uh, for Heavy Metal. Um, where he began his long-term working relationship with John Workman, who's the letterer that he uses as used for many years. Yep. He worked at the same time on Battlestar Galactica. Um, his, he did a he did, actually did two runs on Thor. He did more than that, but he did two runs. He did a shorter run at the start, uh, 1982, Uncanny X Men and Teen Titans. was pretty good. Um, 1983 was his iconic Thor run, which has got the like we say is the one with Beta Ray Bill and the one he turns into a frog and all that sort of thing in it. Yeah. Um, in 1984, he had an unpublished story with Frank Miller for Daredevil. Um, mm. I'm not actually sure how far that got, but that's quite interesting. Um, it he, depends if he's like a couple of issues or if it's only a couple of pages. Yeah. That's quite big. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened with that. He, dogs, mm. he did X Factor, like you mentioned, Pete. Um, 1989 did Fantastic Four. Uh, 2000, he did – this is just – He's done more, but these these are the sort of highlights. I thought I'd mention. Yeah, um, two thousand he did Orion at DC. Two thousand three to two thousand six, he did the Elric Prestige format series. Which is beautiful. It's incredible. Um, two thousand and ten, Avengers and Indestructible Hulk. Now I know um, Bendis before Bendis was Bendis before he was like super popular. He went. <laughs> he tells a story about going and seeing um, Walt at a convention, and Walt being like the nicest dude to him. And he said he always remembered that, and that he, I always wanted to work with him. And what came from that was his work on The Avengers, I think, which is quite a nice story. Um, and then I suppose his more notable stuff is Judas Coin, which is another uh, quite, sort of quite well-respected Batman graphic novel, I think. Well, I think it was a series. Was it? it went straight, straight to collection. I met him by shouting at him once in New York, so I always <laughs> wanted to meet him. And, you know, you, just, you, you, you oh, do those, Yeah, yeah. He did, He walked past, and I thought, oh, he's rushing. And I went, whoa, whoa, and he came over. To where I was sitting, and he said, oh, "I can't be long. I've got to go." I said, I "Have a picture." So I had a picture with him, and then he wandered off. And I thought, "That'll do me. I'm happy now." Yeah, uh, it's one of yeah, those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, have you met him, Pete?
2: I have never met him, though. No. Um,
0: no. Is there any way that was, that that's, you... that, that, that's it? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the answer. That's fine. <laughs> Is there any way that you describe his style? How would you describe it if you had to? I, you
2: know, I, I think his style quite loose, to yeah. right. you. But it and and, and it. It really does remind me, um, especially in the first two issues of of this. Um, yeah. It gets tighter, and I, I think there might be a reason for that. Okay. Um, but but his, it, it does remind me. You mentioned shaking. Um, I think there's some Miller in there. I, I I'm not saying it. I don't want to say that it, it's it's sort of a style that people tried to emulate at that sort of time. But there there is a de- definite there is a definite similarity there between all these artists, to be honest with you, in a good way. Obviously. Um, it, not, it,
0: I take uh, it you mean he's influenced the sort of image line of artists. Do you think?
2: Um, yeah, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, it, I mentioned earlier on, um, and we'll go into it now. We yeah. mentioned some of the weaponry, obviously, being quite Liefeld-ish. Yeah. And, and I don't, i realise this is the second <laughs> podcast I'm going to mention him. I don't, you know, I, don't, I don't want to, I'm not actually his biggest fan, believe it or not. Um, but there's a couple of shots in here as well with, with Simonson with these huge chests of Robocop. And I know he's trying to make him look powerful, but he's got this tiny little head. Yeah. Um, yeah. and um, and but like, again I don't know his his style was very loose back then. Um I I, I I wouldn't be surprised if if the pencil stage is literally just throwing, you know, uh, pencil at a page and then the inks is when he actually properly draws. Yeah, very, very quick. Yeah. Okay. And that's
1: yeah. what it feels like. If you feel like yeah.
2: he
0: draws in shapes somehow.
2: That could that could be very true. There's a lot of squares yeah. there, I agree. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And
2: and and again, I think when you look at the likes of Chaikin's work. There's a lot of square heads and a lot of square shoulders in that 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 work as well. So I, I think you know I, I do think that there's a definite um, a similarity between that sort of those
0: sort of artists. I guess. Yeah. If you go if, to, if, sorry, Dan, go on me.
1: No, I was going to say if I was the editor on this book, I would have pulled up about the uh, the weapons, like, right. because <laughs> if everyone's running around with space guns and it's one supposed to be in 1980, you're losing the the time travel aspect of it if one's set in the future and one's set in the past you've got to show the relevant weapons for the past yeah what i mean yeah but you, can you mean. Be slightly fantastical because Robocop can use different guns whatever but all the people on the street they pull out guns that like wouldn't be amiss in young blood or cyber force
0: yeah that's that's a weird Rick. moment isn't it so for that for those that haven't read it um the the time traveler of this one you know there's always a naked time traveler isn't there in a mm. in a terminator movie is um <laughs> is quite a big Chunky lady who looks like she could kiss your kick your ass and kiss your ass, hopefully when they look. But the the mm-hmm. she she's got this sort of bowl cut haircut and she's like one of the freedom fighters and she's come back in to to put a stop to RoboCop because he's he's the origin of Terminator, which is the MacGuffin in this story, isn't it? It's the sort of central yeah. piece in the story. But the she's naked and there is one bit which we were talking about earlier where she does an overhead bicycle kick and kicks someone. And I think it's, you're leaving yourself a bit open there. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you know, totally like think... doing
1: Sorry, on, you man. do like an inverted split in the streets, <laughs> yeah. in the busy Detroit street. You know, there,
2: there, there's I could make a comment, but it would obviously I mean, I'd get cancelled, which, um, <laughs> nothing new there, um, and 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 not in a bad way, obviously, um, but the when, when we when we spoke about uncanny uh, 201 Tony there yeah. was there was there was some talk about some half naked people and some very tiny shorts and then <laughs> yeah. again in this in this one we've picked a book where not only is she naked but is it in issue three? When Murphy decides to yeah. completely strip off, I mean, she strips off. I don't, I don't quite. She just runs off and then just strips. <laughs> and I'm not sure whether she needs to be naked or whether she <laughs> just chooses to be. And there's a point when when Murphy gets naked, and I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed that there's no dong involved um, in the drawing. <laughs>
0: but
2: um, you know, is is it is is it, is it is it? I mean, I'm I'm wondering whether this whole thing is is it, is, is some sort of sexual fantasy for, for Frank because you <laughs> know there's there's some stuff that goes down later. He does. He does. he does a lot of penetration
0: <laughs> he does write mm. strong women though doesn't he You've got a lot of martha washington yes yeah. you know that is the thing he knows is his and the you know the the women in sin city you know they're mm. sexualized but they're they're the ones who, who kick people's heads in and stuff yes yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: there is a bit of that um I'm not sure what the law is on terminator where you you nothing it says nothing inorganic will go through but does that mean you have to go in naked or do you have to <laughs> get well, the same this ain't bad happen, or it just doesn't work if you've got like clothes on, because that's the only reason the Terminator can go through, kind because it? 'cause it's got a lip flesh on the outside. Well, that's what I
0: I thought that was weird. Because right at the end, he has to, he goes back in time, doesn't he? Or he jumps in the time machine rather, yeah. And he, he in a big blob of flesh. Big blob of flesh.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a bit like, well, weird. If that's the case, you could just go back with a big tank or yeah. whatever. I think that was one of those problems. Is I just fucking make a big yeah, blob of flesh, yeah, whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah does yeah.
2: does the writing towards the end get a little bit? Oh, let's just let's get this out now.
1: It
0: does go a little yeah. bit backwards and forwards, I doesn't did, it? Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, interestingly, I was if there's a there's a website called Robo Robocoparchive.com. And it's it's archived a comic scene interview from the time, and in it they it's Frank and uh, uh, Walt talking about their process sort of thing, and they mm. used, to, used to actually share a studio together in um, New York at one point, and um, Simonson helped talk through a lot of the problems that or that Frank was trying to work out in his Daredevil run, his initial Daredevil run, um, in but he this is done Marvel style. So this is really? plot. plot. Okay. So he send, he'd send Walt the plot, and Walt would work everything else out, and he'd send it back to him, and he would then script it. So what we're seeing on the page there, the action and the transitions and a lot of that sort of thing, sounds like it's a lot of it's Walt stuff.
2: There, there's a point. I think it's in issue three, but I've, I've got so many notes here, I'm not entirely sure, where, where um, I, I put down that he Frank seems to put words down on a page when he needs to. And when yeah, he right. doesn't, he's allowed Walt, as you've said, to tell the story. And so right. it would make sense if he's just literally gone, right, okay, there's going to be a three-page fight scene here. Do what you want. Or, you know, now we need this, that, and the other, and then I'll fit words around. what Because he he does seem to allow the art to breathe in this. There's, you know, we, we mentioned Claremont in, in a previous, and, and it was yeah. just, Claremont was just filling the space with, with and, and not even filling the space, sometimes <laughs> just everywhere, there had to be word balloons or, or thought bubbles or or, um, or, or or word boxes. Whereas Frank... As as a writer here, he, it's, it's, it shows he's an artist, too, because he's saying, mm. I'm just going to let this breathe. You know, this is some fantastic scene, you know, fa- fantastic pages. I'm just going to let it breathe. I don't need yeah. to put down words.
0: I think Frank's um, known for a lot of uh, – we call him silent, don't we? But wordless um, yeah. transitions, yeah. And, you know. I think he's kind of known for that more than, you know, some of the, his contemporaries, like Clermont, for example. Um, but, yeah, the um, he was asked if, if – um, when Walt's pages came back, whether he changed anything, he said, I wouldn't dream of altering anything that Walt has ever done. Um, okay, good gotcha. And he said he enjoyed the process because it allowed him to rethink the story and rethink action points and all sorts of things. By the time Walt had interpreted it and sent it back, it became something different than it would have mm. been had he just sent him the script, which I think is quite interesting. Um, yeah. Um, Simonson talked a little bit about the difference between movies and comics, and Obviously, he's something of an expert, especially after Alien as well and Battlestar Galactica, and we had a number of things that he did. But he says whatever similarities movies and comics have, there are as many differences, which I think is a really interesting comment. Yeah. Um, the to 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 do it, Frank, John Byrne, Art Adams, lent Simonson um, Japanese models of some of the characters. So I think at the time we were getting a lot of models coming out of Japan that we didn't necessarily see in the West you know of ed 209 and all this sort of thing yeah and they were giving them to simonson or lending them to simonson to help work in it so to draw from
1: yeah i think that i think that shows yeah because they're, they're the models are on but they're not always completely faithful but like they're pretty much on point i mean that's a non-model robocop when, and terminator and ed 209 yeah when you say models do you mean actual figures i think um, so or, yeah. Uh, or, or, yeah yeah okay Just, yeah you
2: no know, obviously you, you guys have mentioned um a certain comic book recently um, to do with figures and just thankfully he, he's, oh. been, he's not literally just taken a no. photograph and stuck it on the computer on this one. The you a- no, you the a- can a- see yeah. the difference yeah. in the artist is, yeah. I'm just going to freestyle this. And, and I think yeah. it shows, it. it you know, the,
0: he's used reference, but that's it. I don't mind yeah. it so much in this. I think, no, I think no, it's m- probably most on show with Robocop in this, I'm going to say. Um, yeah. the Terminators are often a little bit more a model, although they, he does fuck around with designs, doesn't he, uh, wholesale. But I think mm-hmm. when RoboCop's standing, there's a couple of full page splashes of RoboCop standing there. And he I actually yeah. find him more imposing than I did in the movies. Gotcha. If you see what I mean.
1: Yeah, but, they, they kind of over exaggerate kind of like the, the chest and yes. how big he
2: is. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's actually by design. Then what I mentioned earlier about the whole, you know, small head, big body, maybe it's by design. Maybe, um, yeah. To make him look more imposing.
0: Yeah, and I suppose you can do shut that, can't you? Because shut he's... up, Davis. <laughs> yeah. The have you got any favourite designs of of any of these? You know, if you had to say what your favourite designs are in Robocop and Terminator, you know, that appear in this, is anything in particular?
1: Uh, that's a tough one. You know.
0: Can I just say mine? I love Ed. Yeah, two go, for it, go and, for it. I love Ed Two and Iron Man. I think he's brilliant. I think he's the worst fucking robot in the world.
1: Yeah, it's fucking terrible.
0: Everything he does I, goes I, wrong. Yeah, but it's so funny. So like you, you yeah. mentioned
2: earlier about the satire and then the humor in the books. There's a couple of moments where he's you know he's talking to himself
1: as he's trying to shoot the, the thing, and yeah. and, and yeah. it's just
2: I think some of it's hilarious. A, you know, really it's, one, it's
1: one of them stupid, it comes through and like destroys the Terminator, and you're like, yes, that's great because it is they portrayed as being in crap, but then like they sort of have this one redemption moment of redemption where they like one of them takes out a terminator <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah they're a bit like to me they're a bit, a bit like robocop dogs sometimes yeah they yes. are yeah. yeah because uh in the story he says like scan for any like cybernetic life or robot and, and take it out and they immediately fucking <laughs> turn on one another <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. right. yeah. Yeah, there's
2: there's a point in, in issue one as well where um where our our, our Protagonist who doesn't get named, which I noticed until the last uh, yeah, the last that's issue. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, She's jumping between his legs and he's just going, alert, fell in yeah. between unit's legs, adjusting, <laughs> alert, fell in between unit, adjusting. And he just keeps doing it, you know, and she's taking him out and he just keeps talking to himself. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it it's, makes, yeah,
1: it's uh, in the original Robocop, like the, the Dick Jones is saying, like, oh, fucking, we're going to sell this. We've got like military contracts for fucking years. So I don't, who cares if it works or not? It's it's a it's, a, it's yeah. like a play on that sort of uh, American military yeah. uh, have you guys ever tried it's drawing like selling any of these? weapons. Yeah, I get you, man. Yeah. Have no, you have I've you never, ever I no. can draw nine?
0: No. Pete, have no, you ever tried no. Any, no. any of these characters, I, I, Pete, or? I've
1: never I don't I
2: don't think I've ever tried drawing any of them, to be honest with you. Um maybe Arnie once, you know, but in human form, not robotic form.
1: Yeah. Um, I find the, so no, the I, I that Terminators getting quite intimidating. I don't know about you drawing
2: I, that. I find um uh, Dave um Oh god, what's his name? You've had him on the on the show before. Kennedy,
0: Dave Kennedy, Dave yeah.
2: Kennedy. Yeah, he he showed a picture of uh, the Millennium Falcon that he was drawing sat in a field the other day. Yeah. and I you know I said to him <laughs> I would love to watch him draw because when, as soon as you give me a piece of machinery or you know technology to draw, um, I, I just kind of go to pieces. And uh, you know it's um, I know it's some of the stuff in, in the, the early points of the, the first book. Some of it you you can see the you can see the um, the Kirby sort of influence with, yeah, with you the can. machinery where yeah you know whereas now you know everything fits into a, a phone for us and, and and you know you know she's plugging him into the internet dial up by the sound of things the way the way she talks and yeah. yet it's this massive piece of equipment that's very Kirby like yeah. whereas you know it's now it's just a simple
0: I mean that's know, why Simon's US worked so well on Orion as well wasn't it you know he's got that Kirby yeah. about him isn't he yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I
1: see a lot of that when uh, it, it does a future flash towards like, what the Terminator is going to do, and they launch off into space, don't they, with these skull, the Terminator skull on the front of these spacecraft, and they're going to conquer the galaxy and make everything yeah. kind of yeah. robotic. That was kind of fucking out there. I yeah, was, it was. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good yeah.
0: ideas in this, I think, aren't
1: there? Yeah, there's a the, lot uh, of them. But That bit where he, Murphy transmits his uh, consciousness through Skynet in the future and waits around for years years and years and then rebuilds himself like some badass <laughs> yeah. Robocop Terminator hybrid body. That was a... Uh, that's fucking... Uh, wouldn't have thought of that. That's just like Miller all over yeah. coming up with those kind of ideas. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, a couple of things from the first issue. Um, Simonson actually said he, he wasn't overly happy with the first issue. He said some of the layouts were a bit wonky. And I don't know if you noticed this, but there's no bleeds in issue one. Where it's almost like a trademark. By the time you get to issue three and four, you know the way yes, things are falling out the top of the page and stuff like that. You know,
1: everything's all over the shop in uh, as it goes on. Yeah, I didn't notice that about the first uh, issue without the with no blades.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's what it's in the interview. I think it's right. Yeah, fairly sure it's right. Have you guys ever read otherwise? Were you reading any Terminator? Let's start with Terminator because I think it's got a longer history of comics than RoboCop. Were you were you reading any of those books or?
1: Not me. Um, Pete. No, no, go on, go on, down. I was reading the, the the Dark Horse Terminator stuff, the uh, Tempest. Okay. And they, you know, when they originally got like the license and yeah, that's fucking great, great series, which I've kind of waxed lyrical about before, uh, but. Oh, so what was that? Who had the license before? It was like Eclipse or someone. It was Now Comics, yeah. Now so Comics. Now Comics were and a funny
0: it. company, so they they had the license between eighty-eight and ninety. Um, and they put out a few, so it Terminator, Terminator, All My Futures, Past, Terminator: The Burning Earth. But they were a yeah. weird company, so they were part of the '80s boom of indie comics companies. Um, but they right. mainly produced already existing properties and um, TV and movie deals and IPs and stuff. So here's some. Here's a list of some of the comics they produced: Married with Children, um, <laughs> Three Ninjas, uh, Green Hornet. They did. A, there was a movie called Free Jack. Yeah, Do you remember, remember that. that? Okay. Media West of That's it, yeah. Um, Mick Chagger. Mick Chagger was the villain, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Um it was the they did a comic of the alias series, which was the one with Jennifer Garner in. Um Speed Racer, and they did a Universal Soldier comic as well, if you remember. Um they were Bloody sort of yeah. fairly short lived. Um So they, they were it was all ip then wasn't it I mean, pretty much then, yeah. So, yeah yeah and, and um anime buy-ins and manga buy-ins and stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and then he went to dark horse where it stayed for a long time but with a few exceptions it jumped into malibu for a couple of years dynamite had a few comics out from it and idw had a few comics out for it but there was dark horse did a lot with it i think which is probably the mm. stuff you were reading Dan. yeah what, what about you pete did you read much uh terminator
2: no i um i, I have to admit i I've not really. I've never really been a big IP fan, yeah. um, to be perfectly honest with you. However, yeah. I mean this. I've got to. I've, I've got to be honest with you. This really hooked me when, when we spoke about what we were potentially going to do for the yeah. show, um, you know, a few months ago, and, and you you mentioned this book. I, I I'm not going to say I wasn't excited about it, but I, I was a little bit you know tapping on the idea maybe but, bring it had to right, pull
0: yourself around to read it sometimes i think right, that, at, the, I think. right yeah. at
2: the end of the first issue honest to god i mean the the, the last few pages i mean if, if these pages don't grab and you know, grab you and pull you in i mean i don't think anything well that the, that 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 ending to, to to issue one really would have said to me you've got to pick up the whole series yeah now. yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but in the um, the actual comics, the issues, they had cardboard standees. Yes. Yeah. That's what I've got. Yeah. The, oh, is it? Oh, good issues. man. Oh, because we were comparing yes. the digital to the comic, weren't you? That's where we you were getting yeah. it from. Yeah. Okay. That's
2: right. Yeah. So, um, so I I I went out and purchased it because I looked at it digitally and I was contemplating it, but it was it wasn't that much different buying it digitally than I could pick up the four issues for right. in the end. Gotcha. I, I managed to get quite a decent deal.
0: Yeah. There's not been that many versions um, of it, so we've had the original series. Then the, the the original trade was actually just a bind up of the issues, so it actually had the the cardboard inserts in as well. Ah, oh,
1: right. Uh, and right, then okay. there,
0: there was another version of it, and then we got this sort of almost like an artist edition version of it, didn't we? Um, showing the art, which I, I would love to get. I, I keep thinking I'd, about it. I tried to, to get a honest. trade,
1: but it's a fucking load of money. expensive, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Sell them second hand. Right. Yeah. I, that's
2: what I, th- I thought. They were, I thought you'd be able to pick up a trade, you know, 10 quid maximum. And, yeah. And it was ridiculous. Yeah. 40, 50, 60 quid, I was like. Really? At. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I managed nice to pick lot. up the four original first print issues for less than 20 quid.
0: Oh, good. Oh, and right. I'm nice
2: thinking, one, yeah. and, yet, and yet they want to sell a trade to me for 45. Yeah, so,
0: <laughs> that's, bizarre. that's comics. Quid's in. That's comics for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they have these weird standees in, so which are like cutouts that you – I don't even know who they were designed for. They're just a weird idea, aren't they? In sort of hard cardboard that you can, they would stand on your desk, and there was a Robocop, a Terminator, the, I can't remember the lady's name, the female character. Was oh, there an Florence. Ed 209? Florence. Last ones, yeah, the Ed 209,
2: which yeah. is a double page one, which tells you, cut around this unit's figure and base, you have 10 seconds to comply. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes 9 seconds, and then go the same thing, 8 seconds, fold crease forward at 90 degree angle, and then it repeats again. Yeah. So again, it's quite point. funny, and he's he's kind of standing there. Looks as if he's got one of his arms or guns on his hips. <laughs> it's, it's
0: you know, it's it's funny. I just I just think I could just in my mind's eye see them going. Oh, Frank, by the way, we're going to put these cardboard figures. Whatever, do do what you like. <laughs> do, do what, what you, do you, you like, like man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yourself about? <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's talk about the time has come to talk about Mister Miller, um, born at the twenty seventh of the first nineteen fifty seven in Olney, uh, Maryland. The now we this is not the first time we've talked about him on the show, so I'm not going to go and rush into you know his whole history. But what I do think it's worth mentioning is um, the impact he's had on comics. So I'm going to list off. First off, I'm going to ask you guys in a second what your favorite Miller book is. Um, and then and then I'm going to list off some of the other ones that he's had. He actually grew up a fan of comics, I think it's worth mentioning, and he had a letter in Marvels of the Cat in 1973. Um, his first published work was Royal Feast in Gold Key's Twilight Zone in 1987. Sorry, in Twilight Zone 87 in 1978, and then War- Weird War Tales as well. Look at that in number 64 in 1978 as well. Um, he owes those gigs to Neil Adams, who put... who. He would go and see regularly, and Neil Adams would, as Neil Adams would want to, and I think was right to, would rip artists the new one and send them <laughs> away again until they got it right. And he eventually turned up back to see Neil Adams, said, here you go, this is what I've drawn. And he says, Neil Adams, without saying anything, picked up the phone and ran, and ran Gold Key and got him a job. So that's, that's nice. how good is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we'll realise the impact that Adams had more when he, he finally passes away, I think. And God, I, I hope he doesn't, but the things yeah, he's yeah. done for this industry, you know, the rights issues, the artists he's guided, you know. I know he's got a few mad Definitely. ideas, but, yeah, you know. Who um, yeah. So <laughs> if you guys had to choose just one, you get to choose one Miller work, which would it be?
1: Oh, man, that's a tough one. That is yeah. really tough. It's a difficult one, isn't it? There's so much there, I think. I'd waver, I think, between Dead, uh, Daredevil Man Without Fear, which I absolutely love, and probably Sin City. Oh, okay. Oh, that, yeah. that had a big impact to me since I really the the first arc with uh was it the long goodbye? Is that with, with Marv? Oh, I can't remember. I think you might be right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got those sort
0: uh, of paperback, bit bigger than a paperback sized. Yeah, yeah. was in it like and... a D H dark horse presents or yeah it was yeah yeah, that's sure. it, yeah that was the famous cover of him being electrocuted wasn't it which i think was wasn't yeah.
1: it like an action figure at one point that they withdrew yeah <laughs> it's, i think you can uh like you press the button it, it oh yeah and so, the, so, is that the best you can do yeah <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> uh, what about you P?
2: um I, I i think it would probably be i mean i probably would choose uh, dark knight dk um okay yeah. or yeah. or you know there's a couple of early Sin Cities that I really love. And that, that when I, I when I started to discover who creators were and you sort of, you realise who Frank Miller is, it was it was Sin City was the book. I mean, I already own, own Dark Knight, if I remember rightly. Yeah. But it was Sin City was the book I was then looking for. I think he's written some duds, though, to be, to be honest with you. i not mentioning, obviously, one title, which <laughs> we certainly don't want to. But I don't know if you've ever read Xerxes, which is... Um, I have, sort of, yeah. The, it's a little uh, bit the, the wonky, sequels. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I own, yeah. well, I think I own all five because I was the only person so they, they were ordering it in for me my local comic shop right Um, so i had to buy it unfortunately but i mean after that i think the first issue i looked at it and thought to myself i mean he's literally thrown up onto a page you know, yeah. do. it was terrible um but um yeah um, i think i think the sin city a couple of the early sin cities were really the ones that, that grabbed me i think
1: okay cool so let's, the, let's... Uh, dark knight strikes again is absolute fucking garbage yeah. have you read that, the two like a... have you read the two newer ones no, I just okay. that left such a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, I'm done here. No, I okay.
2: read. Is this the one with Superman's dong in it? We got. Is, is um, that the newer one you're talking about? We got the
1: um, the
0: Master Race, and you got the Golden Child as well, haven't you? Yeah, I've read. I've yeah. read
2: most of Master Race or Master Race, as as we say.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, um. But um. Yeah. I. I. I mean, it was so. It was wonky. It looked like again. It. It. it was poor. There's question marks over where how much he wrote of it and how much. Um,
0: Azzarello, was. Uh,
2: Azzarello was writing of it. Um, you know, another happy soul. Azarello is uh, great writer, <laughs> but you
0: know, um, yeah.
2: yeah, he was at Thought Ball, wasn't he? The last Thought Bubble. Um, oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we saw him in the pub, and you really didn't want to be um, disturbed at all, so we just stayed, and had a drink, and watched the football. But um, but yeah, he um, yeah it, that wasn't that wasn't the, the, the best, to be fair. And there was some really iffy uh, artistic choices, I think.
0: Right. Okay. I get you. So let's reel through a few of his high points: the Daredevil Run. Which, yes, to me was where I first really paid attention to him, and hmm. um, I remember cycling down to the comic shop from the boarding house and um, buying it and, and cycling back and stopping and sitting there with my bike next to me and reading a couple of those issues and thinking, "Wow, this is who, what is this? I don't understand what this is." You know, hmm. um, the Wolverine um, we talked about you and me, yeah. Dan, and we he did with Claremont and Joseph Rubenstein. That is was massive. Yes, yes. It, incredible. I found I found that a real um, emotionally. You know, it really showed to me what writing and art could do in one in one sitting. Um obviously we've got the Dark Knight Returns. Born Again, um, with Mazacelli Um Love and War, Electra Assassin with Sinkevich. Electra, Brilliant. Fucking yeah. Yeah. amazing. Another great uh, artist. Yeah. Yeah, just incredible. And and talk about that amphetamine grinded teeth weirdness. You know, it's not trippy, is it? It's just it's sort of <laughs> one would might say cocaine fueled, but I'd probably be wrong. But do you I know mean, what I mean? It's that sort of...
1: His year one, Batman year one, has pretty oh. much defined how Batman's origin is portrayed. It yeah. was portrayed from then on, wasn't it? Like, every time it was like the cave, the bats, and just yeah. so <laughs> yeah, much pearls. imagery you brought in. Yeah. yeah. And just, like, it's frustrating when you, you... Not frustrated, but you look back, and he's had such a, a, a massive impact on some of these characters and the way yeah. they've been developed that it's hard to conceive of it being otherwise
0: yeah i agree man and i think um me and tom stewart talked about just a random tom king issue um a few weeks ago and in that it's a complete homage to um year one it just is that's just it you know that's it you know Mm. this is an incredible book um first comics he did the covers for lone wolf and cub um, which kind of ushered in that little era of manga that we, we started seeing at that time and I remember yeah. buying those prestige format comics because of the covers and then being introduced to that sort of samurai thing that I hadn't really seen before and that led to a love of the movies and everything It's down; those covers are down to that I think um, gotcha. Ronin um, I think he, he he took his art and storytelling to the next level. I think is just an a, an absolute experience to read. I think if we didn't have Ronin, we won't we wouldn't have had the Matrix, you know. And those fair sort of, play. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've not read that one in years. I'm honest. So I'd like it to get another copy of it printed on like get one that's on decent paper. Yeah, I've got one that's like on quite cheap paper, and I don't think it holds the colours and the artwork that well. Okay, Do you yeah. think we'd have the Last Samurai as well for Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh i hope so
0: the (laughs) um um what else do we get hard-boiled jeff darrow um
1: oh fuck me i forgot about that yeah yeah, that's another fantastic book
0: yeah um give me liberty with dave gibbons the Mm. martha washington book fucking hell yeah i mean that ran for 10 years that if you drop that on someone's head it'd kill them that book you know yeah and all about a strong female person of color you know what I mean? Yeah. This is this, this dude careful. pushing it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> Robocop 2 and 3. That's well, No, you're right,
2: Tony. You're reeling through all these magnificent books with strong female leads and people of colour. Yeah. And he's reduced to one bad decision, which, let's be honest, 99% of Americans felt exactly
0: the same way about. Yeah. And 99% Not- of people on Twitter haven't read.
1: Still do. It's, yeah. Uh, it's been like the twenty-year anniversary of the event, and I've been watching some of the documentaries, and yeah, uh, it affected oh, me. Yeah. Like just listening oh. to the testimonies of these people really like fucking hell. So I can imagine going through it and being in the city that you you're from. And you only live around you, the corner, didn't you? A couple I, of blocks. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine um, it would get an absolute. My reaction. From him. My yeah. missus was watching
2: something the other day, and and I sat there and just I cried. Because I remember yeah. being at work and people saying, "Turn the, turn the TVs on, turn the TVs on," and and I'm, you know, i, I get getting emotional thinking about it now. It was an awful event. Yeah, you know, just horrendous. I mean, a
0: couple of years later, I went and worked in New York and spent um, two three month periods over there with a break of a month, and I was working with people who lost people, you know. Fuck, man. And that it means so much to those guys, you know, but break your heart, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Moving on, the RoboCop two and three, we got those uh, those scripts, and he's in RoboCop two, isn't he? He Plays like a, he is, a chemist. Yeah. Um, he's actually called Frank. Yes, yeah, he's actually not too bad in it. I remember seeing him. Yeah, it and thinking, he's right. this is great. Yeah, um, he looks
1: a bit like John Lennon. Like he does in John that, Lennon, doesn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I met him. I've only met him once. And I met him at a UCAC and he was super nice to me. And I got something signed. On my decal was <laughs> signed by him from that event, and uh, oh, the that's... first two are. And uh, yeah, he was the nicest guy, man. And he was friendly and he was walking about strolling about talking to people and yeah
2: was um i take it that was before he went ill
0: yeah or oh, long before because he, did, he yeah. did
2: yeah you know that sort of period when he he, he wrote what he wrote etc he he became ill he looked people thought he was going to die didn't they
1: that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. i think, I think, think he was, was a few years ago wasn't it Wasn't it yeah. like you yeah. mentioned like like heavy substance abuse and other bad choices there the rumors and, we hear on there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But there's nothing concrete but obviously the man's going through like to to go through that and then age that quickly, something's going wrong. Yeah, badly yeah. With, wrong. Again, you don't know. He may
2: have lost a lot of friends.
1: Yeah, I don't, we don't yeah. know. We don't
0: yeah. know, do we? Exactly. Yeah. yeah if there's uh, there's there's probably a bit of PTSD. I suspect there somewhere. Uh, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, then we got Sin City, um, Dark Horse Comics presents. Um, we got Man Without Fear. We got some Spawn, and um, we got some Batman Spawn. We've got of the course. Legend imprint. Yeah. We got three hundred. Yeah. Um, which is still a great achievement. Even if if all you were known for was three hundred, you'd yeah. be amazing. You know. Yeah. Um, and we got the spirit. He directed the spirit. He co didn't he co direct Sin City two? Um, it was Rodriguez,
2: wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean Rodriguez has said is openly said that even the first movie is down to Frank. Yeah. You know.
1: Because it's pretty much like a shot for not a shot. Shot we yep. make, but there's pretty much like you can hold up panels to the screen and yeah. like, this is this panel this it's, is that
0: panel it's if you had there to say a, what, what film is most like a comic it comes from it's that one it can't be any other yeah. one you know yeah. there
2: was there was yeah. a lot of comic films around that time you, you mentioned sin city 300 but again it was very similar the watchman you know they were all mm. yeah. You know, yeah some of these directors really need to turn around and say actually the person who directed it was the the writer and artist of the yeah. comic all
1: books. these camera shots and angles and yeah. close yeah. ups and yeah cuz yeah. essentially you've got almost like a sto- like the the key moments of a storyboard for mm. this comic
0: yeah um we've got DK two, DK three, uh, Golden Child, Superman Year One, amongst other things. Um I I can't decide who I think is the GOAT at the moment. It would be him or more for me, but I actually think he might be more of a goat because he draws it as well. Mm, he does, yeah. And yeah. I I don't I don't think there's a creator who has had an impact on the the industry as much since Kirby yeah. I was
2: going to say that I think he's a, had much more of an impact as a writer and an, uh, as an uh, as a writer and an artist more so even the more and yeah. I know more you know you can attribute more to the the British invasion etc etc but yeah I, I and, and obviously he's been talking about the nine panel grid um yeah in some good ways and in some bad ways recently but um yeah, yeah I, I think Miller is, is is a far bigger influence on far more creators yeah, um,
0: yeah. Right now, it, yeah. I I think totally, and I think whilst he does, he is, you know, he he looks a lot slimmer. He's you know he's, um, he, he you know, he's aged. But I've seen a couple of interviews with him recently. Um, there is one where he sits on a panel with a load of Batman writers
1: talking about Batman. Yeah, yeah,
0: and he he he's still got it. He fucking shows them all.
1: Yeah, yeah. It takes like if you're on a panel of people and then someone says, Well, I think X, Y, Z. And then he's like, I don't think that. Nah, yeah. I think it's uh, A, B, C. And yeah. it's completely like opposite direction. And then like <laughs> everyone's like, Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Can't, can't fault him. Plus, even if
0: he was wrong, all he's got to say is, I wrote DKR. Yeah. <laughs> Suck my dick and balls. <laughs> Yeah. But he's he's, he's a chameleon now, right? as well artistically yeah. he has he has become a chameleon. I mean, you look at those earlier days, you know the Batman stuff, there is there is something of the, you know, the Neil Adams school there, you know, like early Sinkevich. There was they're, they're, mm. you know they're similar, aren't they? But the uh, and then you look at the stark difference in Sin City. You know there's, there's he he can change up. He's got such a strange eye that I just I, even his more wonky stuff. There was a, an image um, before DK3 came out of sort of Batman doubled over, almost like crawling. And it shouldn't work. But to me, I just found it incredibly fascinating to look at, you know.
1: It's odd. If you put, like, Dark Knight, the, da- the older Daredevil stuff, Sin City, together, like, and it's like this to the same artist, many people might think, really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very That's
2: different. I, I, I think, Tony, where you talk, you talk about, you know, these things that shouldn't work, and, and you mentioned Kirby. And, yeah. again, Kirby literally took the skeleton and, and the muscle structure of a human and went, no, it doesn't work for me. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do what I feel like. Yeah. whereas in in today's artwork if you do do not draw the correct muscle in the correct position at the you know holding the correct yeah. amount of weight in its arm or whatever then you are lambasted on on on, on social media <laughs> and told you're, you're you're you know you're a hack <laughs> and that's the thing these the, the, the greats literally go i know the rules but i, I don't need to follow them word for word and, and that's yeah, that's yeah. the problem now i think that's why you know that that alien comic the artist obviously felt, i've got to do do it like this otherwise i'm going to get complained at whereas you know as we said frank or or even Walt or or kirby would have gone i don't
0: care thing is like frank frank didn't just say i i know the rules i'm going to throw them away he wrote the fucking rules and threw them away yeah you know (laughs) you look at the fight scenes in those that original daredevil run of his that was stuff you know when when the kingpin says right everyone attack me don't hold back if you hold back i'll kill you that's such an amazing scene isn't that
2: when, when you look at uh, the, the obviously the current Daredevil TV shows, but also Old Boy, um, yeah, the, the yeah. movie and, and the and the Yeah,
0: the, yeah I can see the, that the book. Yeah. I'm
2: pretty sure they were written later. You know, it's it's the same sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you can definitely I, it's, see it's that. In a influence corridor. is massive and undeniable. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean this comic itself, it starts going and it just doesn't fucking stop. It doesn't, does it? The momentum it just of doesn't this book. Stop. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so brilliant. quick, something just boom boom boom. Like that that whole thing with the uh, basketball scene. It's like the, the Terminators turn up in the oh, basketball yeah. field. Next minute they're, they're walking out and one of them's <laughs> yeah. got, like, the, the star player's top on. Yeah. So, there's, obviously, there's this whole story. Of they've turned up naked at this basketball game with thousands of people watching. And then suddenly they, they've stripped, like, the bleed player down and got clothes off other people and then left the stadium. <clears throat> that could have been, and, like, and, pages of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And,
2: honestly, and, and Dan, as, as you say, they, they, don't, they also don't care who they kill in this either. I mean, the fact no. of the matter is there's a young boy in that. There's, there's a blind man you know there's there's <laughs> yes. there's a you know a boy and his dog later on yeah. and 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 it, there's no there's no doubt in your mind who, who the good guys and who the bad guys yeah. are supposed to be in this because robocop doesn't kill any anybody who you know is human even when he goes to shoot that boy he checks first
1: yeah, yeah.
2: and then yeah. Where, whereas all the all the stuff that the terminators do is all off off panel so it's all left to your imagination and it could be a k- kid a woman a blind old fella it
1: doesn't matter a dog mm. they don't care yeah because like Robocop is presented in the first film at least it's kind of like a, a an almost messiah jesus-like figure who dies and comes back that's a good point and in this he? you get yeah. the same thing where he kind of sacrifices himself for humanity yeah and realizes like if he has to kill himself to make sure these terminators don't come around he'll do that and then heartbeat and that's what the the, the resistance fire sees in him that humanity that yeah, like, this dude fucking gonna give it up, and she sort of comes around, doesn't she? Yeah. One of the good things I read about the story is like it gets to a point, and it's like, oh, Robocop's dead. She's fucking killed him, and then they replay the scene where the Terminators have clocked this, send someone back to stop it, and I think yeah. that happens like three or four times in the story.
0: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, that you almost think the story's over, don't you? There's honestly? a lot of yeah. repetition. Yeah, yeah, I think in the book. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, yeah. the one thing yeah, I want to great I... storytelling. Yeah it just but you're right though guys it doesn't stop does it it just keeps going yeah, no. and it's, it's it is a book you can read in one sitting because it's just if you've got the time you're like fucking hell but the <laughs> the thing's I want to talk a bit about is the RoboCop design Now, it's, it's much been talked about though and and it, this is completely and utterly true is that RoboCop was based on Judge Dredd wasn't it
1: yeah, you know, even yeah. even the yeah. sort
0: of cross bit on the helmet and stuff in you know, early designs of RoboCop, but and this is something they mentioned in the K video that we watched, um, mm. is that to me, and I think I agree with them. They think there's a bit of Machine Man in there somewhere. You know, that can sort see of some flesh of face
1: yeah. on her. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was interesting. Pasted over the kind of like the the the, the, the metal. You don't really see RoboCop's skull or anything like that. Yeah, it's I'm just not. I'm never face. sure whether that
0: skin that's sort of tightly pinned to the metal skull is his actual skin always sometimes it's weird it's it's uh
1: it's I very... think he gets replaced like in, in the yeah, film yeah. being a robocop nerd, in the, the third <laughs> one they write it off in the fact that he gets firebombed in the the start so they replace the skin it's actually his dead skin to be like changing to someone someone else but it's still murphy yeah but uh yeah that. Like when they say like shooting in the mouth, it's like it's all armour plated there anyway. It's pointless, but right, because you. it's perceived as it being flesh there, there's a weakness, but there is none. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So did, had you guys read many other RoboCop? I know you have, Dan. You read the movie adaptation recently again, or reread it, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I reread right? it from for being a kid. I reread the uh, Frank Miller one where he they did what he envisaged to RoboCop two. They made into that comic from I can't remember who made it, but Rip Van... One was that the artist? Yeah, um, the crisp, yeah Jose Van is it? Rip is it? Yeah. Van yeah. yeah. He uh he did the artwork and that. I thought that was a really good comic. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, I remember you talking about game. that on the show, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking nuts like this. It just starts action, 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 action. And a lot of the same themes there with like Robocop pushing himself because he's tired but there's no other police around, so he, he has to keep going. Yeah. Uh, oh, that pops up in this an earlier version.
0: Cool. Yeah. What about you, Pete? Have you read much Robocop comics? No, much
2: like much like the Terminator, I, I, and I, and again, I don't know whether it's um, you know the psychological um, trauma from being a child and and my dad <laughs> making me watch it, um, uh, or, or whether you know growing up, I I wonder whether it was mostly that I I read Marvel and DC and and you mm. know Dark Horse and stuff like that. It was always a little bit to me in my mind, you know, i had been brainwashed, obviously, and um, that it was maybe a little bit inferior. Um, I don't yeah, know. They it's were never um, as
0: they were rarely as good as. Marvel or DC Comics I often. Went, hey, yeah. That was sort of yeah. a little bit second-rate, the sort of thing that I'd pick up later. Um, yeah. He's had not as deep a, a number of comics as uh, Terminator, but he's had a significant number. So we got the movie adaption, Bob Harris and Alan Kupferberg. Uh The Marvel run um, was 23 issues. I bought a load of them recently at the Comic Mart for 50p a time, initially oh, so by Alan Grant and Lee Sullivan. Herb Trimp did an issue, and later on Simon Furman took over. So sort of solidly in the... Mm. UK writers scene because I think Marvel maybe saw it as a bit more 2000 AD than American Marvel almost you know um it's it's got oh, that yeah. dark humor about it I think maybe that's why they got them on yeah. board uh, dark horse um there's there's a number of series you had the RoboCop versus Terminator then we got RoboCop Prime's Prime Suspect by written by John Arcudi art by John Paul Leon I haven't seen that but John Paul Leon's a great artist I'd love to see that um, the Robo RoboCop three adaption was by Stephen Grant, who writes the intro to this this trade, doesn't he? Stephen Grant, he's got quite a mark on ro- um, RoboCop. He's written quite a few at different companies. Um, Mortal Coils, Stephen Grant, Nick Gazzo, Roulette, John Arcudi, and Mitch Bird, and then he moves to Avatar, the brilliant Avatar. Dan, Dan and I are fans of Avatar, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, he. Um, Miller's Lost Robocop was there, uh, Stephen Grant and Frank Miller with Juan Jose Rip, that's his name. Uh two times one shots followed, so we've got Killing Machine and Wild Child, both again written by Grant. Um then it goes to Dynamite and this is I think post the new movie. So we've got volume one Revolution and Volume Two Road Trip, which so far hasn't been a trade hasn't been traded. And it's at that point that we get the Terminator Robocop 2. At that point then. Um, Boom Studios did another series of minis that Stephen Grant was back on. Um,
2: so they uh, like to go back to the well with the same sort of writers.
0: They do seem to, don't they? You yeah. Obviously, are the has guys you
2: trust to to write them. You yeah, understand
0: them. Yeah. Um, we got Dead or Alive, um, which is written by Josh Williamson, and 2018 we have got Citizens Arrest, written by Brian Wood. I wonder where Brian Wood had gone. Uh, there you go. So that's uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's uh, <laughs> uh, RoboCop comics. I like actually quite like Brian Wood's writing. Um, yeah, well, well done. I enjoyed some of his books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about i knew this i knew we'd run long on this one but the um we're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments um who, who would like to go first pete pete come
2: on yes yeah, first yeah I'll, so, I'll, do you fancy? i don't mind i'll go first um i know i know you said um two pages um i've, I've cheated a little bit the first one is a is, is two pages and then the second one obviously will be one page okay mate um the, the first because we mentioned you mentioned um the satire earlier on and, and the human now it's, it's yeah. in the first issue it's uh somewhere around Page twenty-two to twenty-three, if uh, if you're reading it digitally, I'd imagine. Okay. And it's when the uh, when we discover that a bomber is in the casino, and he's shouting his mouth off, going on about how he's gonna, you know, blow everybody up, and he's he's got this very clown-like look on the first picture of him. Right. And he's sat there telling everybody how they're gonna die and telling them his life story and so, but saying, you know, I um, I got fired off my job for no reason at all, but you don't want to hear about my problems, which. I think there's an awful lot of, um, of of Frank's commentary on society in some of these, these books, okay. to be honest with you. Um, and I think it works well with today's society as well. Um, but, but yeah, he's, uh, he's he's banging on about how he's going to kill everybody and he's not kidding, and then Robocop walks in. And it's it's just from the end of that, that, that first page where he says, there, now you've really gone and done it. Five seconds in, it blows. He, he clicks the button. Robocop grabs him. He says, four seconds, I'm not kidding. And Robocop <laughs> picks him up and he says, three seconds. And then he goes, yep, I understand. And and just slings him into the sky, and he ex- yes. explodes, and he just says, Robocop, crime, crime prevention unit, Destro- Detroit Police Department, and I just thought, this is brilliant, it's just so funny, the way this guy's ranting on, and he's like, I, I get what you're saying, mate, don't worry about it, and just slings him off into the And I remember reading that mm. and
0: thinking, he got that exactly right, the timing, how did he know the bomb <laughs> yeah. was, you know, and the, and I love the fact when he yeah. throws him into yeah. the air, and you get this big boom <laughs> effect, which I think is John Workman, isn't it, and Robocop's, yes. but Robocop sort of turns around in like a cool 90s movie moment, doesn't he? Yeah. Doesn't look at the explosion,
1: yeah. he just looks yeah, back. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Cool guys don't look at explosions. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just It was just the humour in it. I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. The, yeah. The,
0: the, yeah, that's the a great that. throw as well. The way he throws him with the motion lines and everything works really well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 you've got the double motion lines. You've got the motion line of his arm, but you've got the motion line of his velocity away as well. Yeah. Which is for, is an yeah. interesting way of
1: yeah. Generally stuff. like the action for this you think the two if you're going to be like a fist fight between RoboCop and Terminator the Terminator on screen it would be quite a kind of a boring affair for them just like slugging each other. Yeah. But they're a lot more animated and got more movement in the comic which they need to have basically because this wouldn't work he, otherwise. Yeah.
2: He throws him like he's throwing the hammer at the Olympics. So-
1: just, he does, not he? Yeah, or the javelin or fun. something. Yeah, yeah. It's the wind-up, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good. What was your other one, mate? Uh,
2: the other one is, um, I don't know, it's in the second issue. Okay. Um, page, I think it's 19. But um, it's, and when I, when I mentioned earlier on about how um, Frank allows his artists to work, um, it's when the, um, uh, the three Terminators, the, it's the, the, the male uh, the female and the child are driving at him, and he and Ed uh, Ed Two Hundred Nine are firing at him. And on the page, it says uh, lots of weapons, lots of explosives, and there's all these ting, ting, ting. Yeah. You see the bullets going into uh, into the Terminator's face, which obviously very similar to uh, to Arnie there, I think. Um, yeah. And then just that little in, uh, insert panel where it says no reason they should go to waste, which is actually also then written very similar. We're talking about bombs, I think it was later on in the uh, in the run, yeah. and just the explosion, the big boom is just. There's a mass of, of 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 yellow and white in my in my copy, um, yeah. lots of lots of empty space, and it just works so well. There's just a, there's a big panel, half a page, and there's no you're not seeing it, you're not seeing all the bits of the explosion.
0: But yeah.
2: it,
1: it, it's so effective. I you think know, that works simplicity. better
0: on your paper version. I think the digital version, what you think, Dan, suffers a little bit from digital colouring to me.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's a bit more kind of like evident. I think they fucked around with the artwork a bit to boost light Maybe. levels and saturation. Yeah.
0: The
2: colorists also changed after the first yeah. two books.
0: That's right. As well, it, and, and I
2: noticed yeah. that um, books three and four, um, you suddenly start to get that nineties image sort of coloring. I think whereas the first two books are more eighties, more a bit more flat colors. Yeah, I get you. And in, in books three before is it yeah and I wasn't as keen on it to be honest
0: with you Ah, okay cool well if you don't mind I might do mine dang now because one follows on yeah 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 one of mine is if you go two pages forward outside in the heart of the blaze metal shrieks and movement and it's a apart from those words it's a three panel horizontal panels on a page in the the left hand corner of of the first two panels is the sort of slightly more than a silhouette of um, Murphy holding his gun aloft and slowly the figures appear through the fire and it's the um terminators who've had the flesh burnt off them in the explosion and are now just pure metal and they're running towards the camera and running towards you and if you look he does that trick of having them step outside the panel to give that three-dimensional thing to have them coming towards you and it's like when i watched the first movie and to a certain extent the second movie the unstoppable nature of these creatures you know Mm. they just won't stop um and you get that and Go on. Man.
2: No sorry I was just mentioning the colour there your your colours again are much more vivid on on your screen aren't they? I think so. There's yeah. lots of oranges whereas in mine it's actually yeah. yellow and white with a tiny bit of orange.
0: Oh okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, this is but it, a wall of fire. This is a wall of orange and yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But again, he Miller lets the artist, I mean aside from like say a couple of boxes a, a little bit of poetry perhaps. He lets Walt Simonson do his thing.
0: Yeah, he really does, doesn't he? Yeah, and it's a simply told page, you know. A lot of the work is done by the colorist on
1: these pages, you know. I've um, got to say, like Miller does bring in a lot of elements that you'd see from both film uh, both characters in their films, like the the Terminators getting blown up, and then coming out of the fire like lacking their flesh. Yeah, like that happens in virtually every Terminator sort of uh, incarnation. And like, yeah, there's stuff in the the first issue where Murph uh, Robocop basically just says lines from the film in response to like questions or things that are asked of him. I can't remember. I picked up a couple where he's. uh me going back by hand. But, it's
0: mimicking uh, the line, the dialogue, you mean?
1: Essentially, yeah. Like he just takes dialogue from the film and repeats
0: right. it. Okay, uh,
1: which is like a a, a nice touch.
0: Because he's he is a he is a catchphrase kind of character, isn't he, Rubber Cop? You know,
1: Definitely. He, he's, yeah. He's,
0: he's, there's there's a, there's a, a, a straight line between him and the Fast Show for catchphrases, aren't there? <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> How brilliant would that have
0: been Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the other thing i think as well is the, the thing i always feel about robocop and it, it's 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 pushed here a little bit i think is the fact that i always worried about him you know yeah. I just uh, i i was he there's a vulnerability about him
1: yeah you, you never and know maybe that's he's gonna make it
0: out you know
2: and maybe that's because that first sort of scene when you yeah. when you see him and he's you know he well and as, as mentioned earlier on you know he's, he's he's killed he's mutilated well he's not killed obviously but he's mutilated he's Blown apart, so you 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 know he's vulnerable yeah. in that respect, and he's always you know, getting and as long as there's a of his humanity.
0: Yeah, 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 completely. And I have to say, I I do love that page. I, I think we'll steal that. I've got to tell you, I must send that to Adam. That's so that's definitely getting stolen. <laughs> um, <laughs> my my next page is page is page forty eight. So we go back slightly. Um, And this is is probably not one that you think uh, you would automatically think of as a page. And I just wanted to choose something that sort of showed a couple of the things I I wanted to talk about. And one of them is it's just basically a very simple page of him walking through the hospital. This is so Miller, though, isn't it? You know, surrounded by these old guffers, you know, and he's just this striking chrome fucking robot, you know, walking (laughs) through. And... But what he does is, um, Simonson uses the bleed, so the gun, the big cannon of a gun he's got on his shoulder, sticks out the top of the um, the page, and this is—it's almost like the standee element, isn't it? This is RoboCop walking through the page. He's not just walking through the ward, because that makes no sense, because he can't walk yeah. between those two people in that way. But he's walking through the page towards you. Uh, it's with, and the thing is with RoboCop is he always walks with. That are very sort of very forthright you know he always ha- he's always going somewhere isn't he and he walks somewhere yeah right yeah. into it and yeah did, yeah and he's walking towards you and then what uh, simonson does is he uses that effect of having a line all the way around the figure which i think works yeah. here it's almost like um taking him slightly out of the picture
1: oh uh, it's very striking yeah, yeah like he worked the, like the panel the frame of the page is actually around robocop so he's like almost yeah. like yeah in a robocop it pulls him panel. out of that page completely
0: yeah 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 if you were a kid, you might consider cutting that out. You know, I used to cut bits out of my comics, you know, sort of, as a kid. And I think I think just seeing that is such a... Oh, careful. You'll be cancelled uh, I now. know, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, they, they used that image of him there in other parts of the book, and I've seen that around. So, yeah, it's obviously, like, yeah. That's something that easy.
0: KFO talk a bit about here, don't they? It's been something that's early, not quite Photoshop, but there's, I think, is it they talk about the, the page early on where she's falling through time, and it's yeah, yeah. definitely a case of them...
2: Oh, that's come, one yeah. drawing
1: there, isn't there? And they've just yeah, they've just yeah, they spun come, it round. Mad like, yeah, those, definitely. Those pages, if I'm honest,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like I thought she was trap. bald,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah. odd. She, has like a <laughs> she became a mum. Yeah. yeah, And in that page, she's in like they mentioned on that kfo video. She's in bed, and there's all these robotic arms like pointed out with knives and stuff on it. It's like, well, what fucking bed's this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> in knife- in a sex bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously
2: not some of the clubs we've been to. Well, maybe Tony. Had, by the same thing. But I think it, it, this this page you're talking about here, Tony, is at 46 with the with, with Robocop walking out. So again, it it you mentioned earlier about the whole squareness of 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 the design. And yeah. Again, it's very it's all square. Square chest, square midriff, even the legs are square to a certain extent. You know, it's very imposing.
0: Yeah, he's um, bigger and he's more. He's a comic, but he's more realistic than he was in. The Robocop movies to me yeah. because of the when you're watching those kids you've got that you know you know what the limitations are you know when he's walking across the you know you know he's probably not wearing the shoes you know yeah because he was he was losing like three pints of water a day or something wasn't he out of his body That's and his
1: nuts off yeah
0: yeah and they had to they spent didn't they send all the cast home for a couple of days so they could figure out because he just couldn't walk in it so they could yeah, figure out. they,
1: they- did a movement thing. He had like a movement coach in, and they did all these m- weeks of movement training. And then the the suit turned up, and he just couldn't do any of it. Right. And Verhoeven was like, "We can't. We've got to fucking start shooting." And he's like, "No, you've got to give me time to learn how to move in this." And yeah. They did, and it worked out. Yeah,
0: but, that's uh, good. But this, the, it all works, doesn't it? You know that Yeah the way that it does that's not a human arm you know because it's kind of screwed on and it's the shoulders are a little too wide and you know but it just it does work it really does it's such a great design though as well it just works mm. so well doesn't it um i like the fact he plays about with different guns as well i always thought that about the first movie all he had was that data spike and that shitty handgun
1: you know yeah he's the auto 9 yeah yeah it's good that you get like they got oh, that's a great big whopper of a gun he's carrying yeah. that lady's homemade gun <laughs> yep. back to the, back to the sens- sexual tension <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> overhead bicycle kicks yeah next yeah, time i meet a lady sweet, and though. we end up
0: next time i meet a lady and we end up back in the bedroom and i say you wouldn't mind just doing some overhead <laughs> bicycle kicks we, yeah
1: the uh that's, that's <laughs> weird that bit at the end like because he's kind of tempted by skynet and the terminators to sort of say like you could live a, a fantasy of you and uh, these two birds just kind of like getting it on for wherever wherever you like and yeah. he turns his back it on no, it it's like that no. kind of comes out of nowhere yeah it doesn't does it? a bit isn't it? Kind of, yeah. it
2: yeah yeah again as, as the book draws to a close I, I do find that there's some sexual sort of innuendo well even even on that page you just mentioned there, what a whopper you know it's um <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Frank was saying something to us
0: what about you Dan so over to you man what pages do you uh, want to
1: pick um, Essentially, the sequence that sort of starts in like 65 to 67, there's a bit where Robocop's like in a fist fight with uh, one of the Terminators and they fall out of the building fighting into a moving ambulance, which sort of like cocoons around them and travels down the road just getting obliterated and then spangs off into a building and they they come fighting out of that. And so energetic and so much movement. And the fucking ambulance, like there's people looking up, it's about three stories up in the air where it's been smashed up into the sky it's really well done and like i said before i wouldn't expect this much kind of movement and energy from robocop and uh, a terminator fighting but uh, there it is it's uh, a a lovely bit of a a lovely action sequence yeah it's great and And it's you
0: can hear the grind of metal against metal on that can't you you really can you know no one no human is surviving a punch what do you say man
1: no 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 uh, the letter really does kind of like some of the lifting in this as well yeah
0: he does yeah, John Workman.
1: yeah. around that time as well though the
2: letter that's where i noticed that the letter really did look more digital whereas in the early early pages and the early issues there looked to be a certain hand-drawn quality to some of the yeah. the, the lettering okay whereas right. then um it, I, I felt that it did start to, to again it's i suppose it's that image revolution isn't it And the um the all the all the the, the new colorists and the new letters were coming out coming out so um because
0: yeah. it changes slightly yeah i get you man yeah yeah no i do
1: the um, yeah. what was your second choice dan some of those awkward first steps with the kind of the digital stuff coming in didn't always yeah yeah it wasn't agree. always for the best when people were finding their feet with it but uh uh the second one was it's page. uh let's see 123 which is when at the end kind of like murphy's kind of set in the future and he's Beaten Skynet, he's turned Skynet's off or down, and he, he sticks his data spike into the the uh, the input, and basically he's like screaming die die die, and the panels get uh, bigger and bigger as he he destroys Skynet yeah. from within, and it, it culminates in him blasting off. That's odd. That in the third the third page where it's got him kind of like flying off into the sky, and it's kind of got a strange effect. They they point out on uh, that kayfabe that it's the the text has a kind of like blend on the stroke that goes in, which is a bit odd. Yeah, that is weird, but, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It almost reminds of
0: me of that. To me, that's almost a, a Miller page. The, yeah. the, the actual term, um, the actual Robocop is almost a Miller. T- you know, it's not, it's, but it, there's, I yeah. wouldn't, if anyone said, if someone said to me, Oh, Miller drew that page in the middle of it, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: I think there's a certain amount of grittiness as this book goes on that you see more in Miller's work. Okay. Um Yeah. And and, so, and again, you've just mentioned there, some of the faces that look a little bit more like Miller. It does make me wonder whether did Miller have a hand a little bit more of a hand? Maybe Walt didn't have the time. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but it definitely yeah. looks like it's uh, it's the, the artwork looks um, uh, less. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? As I say earlier, it, it, it's a lot more scratchy in the earlier issues. The way the way Walt yeah. sort of draws and, and it just seems a bit tighter as the as, as this issue. There's this final sort of these final sort of 20 30 pages go
1: along. Yeah, um, especially that one where you sound like he comes out and it's the the full page splash of him bursting out." That feels like it's the figure, at least, is drawn by Miller, without a doubt. Yeah, it's yeah. Got the, like the exaggeration, the proportions. Maybe uh, they were
0: just sitting there drawing together, you know. And he was yeah. saying, oh, "What about this sort of shape for him coming out?" And you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I do. there are a couple of masters, aren't they? You know, yeah. sitting there, there's got there's got to be a there's bit of to- rub off on each other somewhere.
1: There's a crack in likeness to Peter Weller earlier in the comic, isn't there? Yeah, when he yeah, starts yeah, flying through the inter- the internet. Yeah, How's I like it it one? Yeah, that one. That yeah, that's one of those pages
0: yeah. that 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 had a little bit of a Kirby to me, like a Kirby splash, you know. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Right, uh, two questions to end with. One's the obvious one, but I'm going to ask you this one, um, which I didn't warn you about: is who would you like to see? So, let's um, let's take Walt Simonson from this period and you get to put him on a current book now, what would it be? Oh, man, that's tough. It can be anything, any company, anywhere. Who would um, it be? Admit,
1: that's a tough one. I find
2: it more difficult now because I'm not really reading as much Marvel and DC. Safe. Okay, um, yeah. But the thing yeah. is, it's got to be something big, hasn't it? You know, yeah, Robert, definitely. it's definitely. And, and he's got to be allowed to be free. It can't be something where the writer's going, oh, you've got to draw it like this.
0: And, yeah.
2: Um, do you know what? I'd put him on the X Men. That's exactly
0: yeah, oh what yeah. I was going to say.
2: That's right. Okay. That's yeah. exactly yeah, what yeah. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I, I although I think I've got many of the X Men over the last few years, I haven't read anything of them. Um, I started to read the um, uh, uh, Powers yeah, of Ten. The
0: Hickman stuff, yeah. I, what is yeah. It?
2: yeah, the Hickman stuff, yeah. I read three or four issues of that and then I just stopped reading, not because I wasn't enjoying it, but just because I just wasn't feeling Marvel so much anymore. Right. And I think mm-hmm. I'd love to see Yeah, I think you're right. I think I'd love to see him really and not some of these secondary crappy characters I really want to see the big guns yeah yeah
0: I think you know yeah. I, 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 I bet he, he, I, he, draw, he draws a great Cyclops you know well,
2: that's the, the X Factor run you know that's that's what I remember him from him and him and you know Louise obviously she was she was writing it wasn't she yeah and that's what I remember him from you know that, that that's where I really remember obviously you know the, the whole Beta road Bill stuff from Thor as well I've got a few of those issues but that X Factor run was just oh, yeah that mm. that made me love the X-Men you know yeah, um, and, and I guess for 20 years afterwards, I kind of lived off of that X-Men and, and that X-Factor sort of time. And he's yeah. a big part of that. So I think I agree. I 100% agree with you.
1: X, okay, X-Men. cool. What about you, D? I'd love to see him go and like, try his hand at uh, doing the Silver Surfer. Oh, crazy! Yeah, I like, like that. Yeah, Getting all this crazy imagery uh, yeah. flying around alien planets. I well, that's the thing could, you'd give uh, him a- yeah. the freedom to kind of artistically just put his foot down and... And yeah, go for broke.
2: And I think we've mentioned Kirby, and I think he's he's very much in that sort of Kirby mould, and and it would give him that opportunity to just go crazy.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. there's a, it's a big alien world, go add, for it. Add Galactus to the mix, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. Good. And the final question is, um does this work completely? And is it? It looks beautiful. It's got. A sense of humour and it's got some great characters And Does it work for you? Do
1: you want to go first, Pete? Uh,
2: yeah, okay. Um, it does to a certain extent. I I thought it worked. The first really the first three issues. Okay. I really, really, really loved. And I think I the ending is a nonsense. Just, I think the last few the, pages the, are a nonsense. When you start yeah. to get, you know, spaceships looking like, you know, big fists dill
1: yeah that was yeah it didn't work to too much
2: i just started to just as, as if as if they'd just gone we need this fantastic explosive you know mind shattering ending and it just what's the what's the old what's the, the the old film um uh you know we got this pussy that pussy i love up until the moment where the vampires and i know everybody loves the vampires but up until that moment, it's a thriller. It's, it's you've got a clue where it's going, and it? then yeah, all of a yeah. sudden, it's the you know the, the the roof goes off, and that's it. It could be anything now. And and it felt like it was a story up until that moment. And again, this for me, I love the first sort of three quarters of this. Genuinely, I absolutely adored. Yeah. Um. You know the whole thing of when 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 he, he destroys the Terminator, and in that split second, the Terminator realizes it's got to think quickly, and they do that as Dan said earlier, two or three times they suddenly you know send somebody back in time to to stop him from doing it. and i just think it works so well and then right at the end it's it's almost as if they just went oh just fuck it what do you want to do now space <laughs> yeah let's do space what,
1: what and, about and that's the bit that was a bit disappointing yeah I get that you, bit when she's still kind of enjoyed like, it but
0: yeah
1: it wakes up in that utopia i was like yeah. this is the best it doesn't seem like the best yeah <laughs> it's like a house in a field or it. something isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. well it's kind of like a kind of snake off a of star trek She's kind of like wearing robes and she's still got the same haircut and there's all that these taking buildings and there's like a silhouette of a boy and a dog running along and you decide. just like, she's, okay, fair
2: enough. She's woken up in Utopia with a
1: basin haircut. I mean, what <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: more do
0: you want? Yeah, she looks like she's woken up at some weird sci-fi monastery. Yeah. Man, that's the last like, place I'd want to be.
1: It's very, very odd. Yeah. Very I well have that. to
0: say, I don't think the ending works. The last page, the dinosaur thing. I think that's just, nah. Yeah. No. It's I too Calvin like and Hobbes for me, man.
1: Yeah, I just... Uh, just getting it wrong like in the wrong time period and maybe like I guess they've got to end it because the Terminator oh, where the dog will fucking lay down and wait for humanity to come around but then it leaves the story open-ended but yeah getting crushed by a dinosaur like mm, yeah sure
2: maybe the, the two IPs turned around and said we really need something that doesn't make sense at the end purely and simply because <laughs> we, we don't want to write do another one at the moment and
0: yeah no, we I need a definitive yeah. ending definitive just, yeah.
2: ending yeah so
0: i actually think yeah. it's over complicated yeah, i think it, i think it becomes overcomplicated. it doesn't i think the the ideas are good but i think it sort of goes backwards and forwards a little bit t- too much i think you're right it is, it is amazing and and i think there's almost too many ideas in it i think it, at certain point
1: it's kind of feel, it feels a bit like uh you know that last star wars film where they fucking just threw everything there <laughs> and you didn't have time to take an idea on before you was presented yeah. with the next <laughs> idea. It's pretty much like, it's like here's an idea, here's is an it, idea. And is it two these... creators? Go on, it's... sorry, Dan. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah no, even two creators just jamming out all that yeah. they could, possibly could. It, I mean, a lot it... of these ideas you could pull apart and like make loads of stuff out from.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, man. It, yeah.
1: it
2: feels like I've gone to my kids at, at dinner time and said, what do you want? And I've been given 32 different things and yeah. I'm expected <laughs> to make them all.
1: That's maybe what they've done there and they've gone yeah what are we going to do next ice cream <laughs> there's one panel that really makes me laugh in this comic, which I've, I've sort of like it's going for a relatively serious tone, but it's still like fun and ashback. and that's when the terminators like raid a police station to get like loads of guns and they come out of the police station driving like a, a pickup truck <laughs> with like missiles and warheads (laughs) like all kind of haphazardly piled sticking out the back of the truck and I was like what (laughs) I mean I think there's no continuity in there is there doesn't make sense I
0: think that's why it wouldn't work as a tv series not that I want any comics to become tv series anymore I'm sick of it but it's sort of I think it just kind of we know simonson's art and we love it and we know frank miller's a bit you know he's, he has the tendency yeah. to perhaps go a bit nuts and a bit overboard occasionally and we kind of go with it don't we you know yeah but you're right moments That's like that if it, you did that is. in an hbo series they'd be going what's a load of rubbish there? <laughs> <What the fuck laughs> that yeah,
1: well, yeah. Come out like i do have to say hillbilly's truck <laughs> all
2: <these> <laughs> i do have to say though tony you said you don't want any more uh t- tv series from comics much like being offered a million pound to draw nfts i would most definitely yeah more than happy to have one of my tv one of my comics as a tv program if i could make
0: a shitload of money completely man if someone said to me (laughs) we want you you to play black widows to jean i
1: would do it (laughs) good that kind of the whole million dollars for like it's a bit of artwork if anyone said that to me it's just like yeah fine just read right of a sign <laughs> yeah, feed. yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah good thanks guys <laughs> that was um quite an experience quite a book to read something i hadn't read before and i'm glad you two got a lot out of it um yeah good stuff um and i think we put the world to the rights there let's talk a little bit about your project start with you pete so what you got on the go at the moment the the, the podcast is still rocking and rolling you even had a country <laughs> music star on didn't you we
2: i did yeah i did yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been, been trying to. I'm, I've been desperately trying, and I think I've said this before. De- desperately trying not to just go for people who I know who are in the comic book industry. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been trying to expand a little bit, and and then throw every two or three, throw out another comic book creator or comic book friend or whatever you know. So, um, but that's still going. I had a couple of months off. Just um, most people on my social media friends, this would know. I had awful problems uh, with a computer and a Cintiq. Maybe saying yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was just. Bloody pain in the ass. That's why the the the, the, bra- the brand magazine has, has has now gone from being quarterly. I guess it'll it'll be out, you know, uh, in the next few weeks. Didn't you need to
0: buy a the second desk or something? Um, Is that right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, what 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 happened basically was uh, Adobe and uh, Wacom. No, Adobe, sorry, and Microsoft updated. So my uh, tablet wouldn't work with uh, Adobe. So I had to buy and, and Windows. So right. I had to buy new windows. Ouch. Then I ended up having to buy, uh, because the windows, my, my, my tower wasn't powerful enough to run the windows, so I had to buy a new tower, which then negated the Wacom tablet. And thankfully, a friend of mine, um, I won't name the company he works for in case he gets in trouble, <laughs> but he, he, he borrowed it, basically. It's, it's legitimately borrowed, um, and they know what he's doing with it. Um, right. And it's a 24-inch uh, bloody Wacom Cintiq. Wow! I won't okay. let anybody know where I live, um, but we have got CCT. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and three dogs really nasty little dogs no not really um and and you know <laughs> so thankfully i can get things done again but it has been a bit of a pain in the ass and okay, uh, yeah I'm, i've i've kind of knocked I, I was doing a few things for creators in um abroad and i've kind of knocked them on the head a little bit right partly due to payment and partly due to the fact that i've just sort of said to myself i need to create my own stuff now um, Stop doing
0: it's... stuff for everybody else so so is that the plan is that what can you say what it is yeah planned, yeah or?
2: i'm, I'm getting a few things get, getting a few ducks in order um i'll be at meanwhile oh uh, good um in a couple of weeks now isn't it so yeah. um I'll, I'll have a couple that, of books man. to sell there and and, and might even i've, I've been following uh, the exploits of uh, of you and uh <clears throat> you and adam with your uh <laughs> yeah you know and i just thought to myself i've done a couple of things that i could probably print off and, and sell cheaply oh good <laughs> why man why not why, yeah, the, why yeah. the
1: hell not right no? not? let's yeah. get
2: back to to, to do it yourself comics a little bit
0: yeah yeah, definitely, man. Oh, good stuff. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you there, man. That'll be good. Yeah, it's not too far for yeah. you, is it? Is it?
2: Yeah, it's, um, I'm just down the, down the road, uh, the, the other side of Birmingham. so uh, okay, I'll stay at your house. An hour and front. a half or so. The, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good, man. I, I I don't think we know where we are yet, do we? I think, have you got a location for your table or I've
2: been given one. I, I was sent out, um, I was looking at the email the other day, and uh, yeah. the email went to, I think, Steve Tanner um, was one of them. Is it David... It's one of the guys in the uh, the uh, on the Slack. David, is it Livens? I can't remember now. Oh, okay. No, Dave Hingley. Sorry.
0: He's, yeah, yeah.
2: He's, he's on the email as well, and, and a couple other people. Um, excuse oh, okay. me. We were um, yeah we were given where where we are, but off the top of my head, I can't remember.
0: Okay, cool. Well, we're. But fine you guys here.
2: haven't haven't actually. I take it you haven't been given.
0: No, we haven't. Um, I'll explain after why, but <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> yeah, we haven't. We don't <laughs> know where we are. We think we're in the cathedral. We think we're there um did you hear the baboonsville radio from this week no. listen to that no yeah that might explain it all um daryl okay. makes me laugh in that but uh yeah so we're, it's, it's gonna be me daryl and, and adam at that one um good stuff man oh, i'm looking forward to seeing you that'll be good yeah are you going home overnight are you staying for a beer or what are you doing
2: no oh no, i've um i decided sod that i uh i booked um i bu- one of the cheapest rooms i could find to be to be honest with you it's not in the main hotel right because uh, that was twice the price but uh, um, but I have, uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll be there overnight anyway. I'll be there from the Friday, once I've picked the kids up from school, I guess I'll I'll head up. Oh,
0: good stuff, man. Um, I'll be That'll there be Friday
2: night. So Friday and Saturday night I can have a few beers and um, let my hair down, my very long uh, lockdown hair down.
0: <laughs> good stuff.
2: <laughs> and
0: um, speaking of Patreons, you've got one down at the moment that's kicking off, man. So yeah. did you want to say what that was for, for people who haven't heard you on ACP?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to kind of, uh, well, uh, put in Viper, this, the uh, the sequel to viper uh i'm working on that like fucking hard trying to get it ready i'm aiming to get it done for kind of thought bubble time it's just having a, like a vague target to go for yeah and uh that's chugging along this i'm also trying to put together the, the collected edition for like uh vanguard book four so wow. at the moment it's four trades like man
0: that's quite something you should be proud of that man four trades yeah is, yeah yeah, yeah. This,
2: yeah. i, I kind of realized that i've get one done, done this.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> After i've done Viper 2 I'm going to put my head down and, and put Vanguard to bed. Which okay. I think there's another four or five issues in it. Which it's like I want to draw a line under that. It's like this story's complete. I've told I've told the story I want to tell. And have you got, got other ideas
2: things? other than just Viper. You have got something else you what you kind of wanted to. Oh yes, yeah. yeah.
1: It's kind of that thing of I don't know. But I I have to fucking kill so many of my ideas because yeah, I just you can't work on. Them. I can't no. devote think in time to them because i I can't do anything with them
2: that was one of the reasons why i sort of said to myself i I can't keep being an artist for somebody else because everything Mm. i want to do gets put to the side yeah yeah um and then and i stress over stuff i've not done for them so it's you know the (laughs) same thing you i guess it's to me i I, and one of the reasons why i've kind of i love more that 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 image sort of style of thing where they it's a i'm going to tell a story it's four issues it's 10 issues it's 12 issues whatever it is whereas marvel it's it's an open-ended thing that could go on forever yeah. Um, mm. And I, yeah, I think it's good to have a beginning, middle, end. And sorry, Tony, okay. to to answer, you, to answer your thing, it says at uh, the pro, pro venue, the marquee inside the impressive Co- Coventry Cathedral ruins, apparently.
0: Oh, we'll get you. Okay. That's apparently, where I am. Nice.
2: It says pro venue, so I think they've got the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I hope I'm, I, I, <laughs> if I'm not sat that, next to because he because he's read the brand. I've put down you know the brand and and, and all the rest of it. I, I pray to God that I'm not sat next to. Uh, I was going to say Frank Miller then, but uh, obviously he won't be in this country. Um, but, you know, Jim Lee. Oh, no, I've said Jim Lee now. Cliff will be angry. Um, somebody else. Uh, Frank Cho. Oh, no, there's another one. Um, yeah, Hopefully, I'm, 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 hopefully I'm, I'm sat next to some people I can communicate with and not feel like I'm in the presence of a God and really shouldn't be there at
0: all. Yeah. And then if you sit next to someone really famous, and really important, I'll come over and just say ridiculous things as well. So that'll be fine. Yeah,
2: just yeah. bring your stuff over and put your stuff on the table. Don't worry about it. I'm just, <laughs> Absolutely cool. Why is it, you... Where's Tony Esmond? Why is he not at his table? Oh, he, <laughs> he moved. He sat was, next to Pete really Davis was sat next to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and they asked yeah. For him to move. Where's, where's Pete Davis? He's been moved to
1: the toilet. <laughs> He's been cancelled. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's been cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Canceled, yeah. They really listened popular.
1: to this podcast and they cancelled it. <laughs> There's a whole queue of people and no one comes to see you. That is fucking galling. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I I've think had we've that had before. that once or twice. Yeah. I think probably everyone's had an experience yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the true believers. We
2: we had more uh, po- uh, uh, what they called them um, cosplayers stood in front of the uh, the table than anything else. Yeah. So we just fucking sat out. there and. I'm all behind. I'm all behind all Simon
0: around this event, and I've been liking and retweeting and reposting, and you know, to, as much as we can because we had him on the show, and he was a nice dude, and he's a friend and then of he ghosted you. Uh, No, no, not, not quite. <laughs> that, that's yet to come until he hasn't probably met me. But the, um, but then he, he starts pointing stuff out about cosplayers, and I haven't got the heart to say to him, I fucking hate cosplayers. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's not here for this, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good thanks guys uh it's thank you for coming along and keeping me company during the hundred pleasure um it's really kind of you um it's uh it's been fun i know you guys have done other episodes as well but this was this was a nice one to have you both on uh for and a nice one for us to uh just get a bit emotional about a couple of creators we love but yeah thanks for that and th- it's been a good ride hundred we're gonna we're gonna keep going uh, i'm gonna do a few more at least i've got a few more planned we're, i might go twice a month it's quite I'm on a project for Friday, which is like 12 years worth of comics, which I'm trying to make my way through. Bloody hell. So, uh, yeah, so this, it's, uh, it does take up my, my every waking moment. You know, when I'm scribbling notes sitting on the bog in the morning, some sort of thing, yeah, probably could, you yeah. <laughs> know. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun so far. You can find uh, my work at uh, patreon.com forward slash tribute, tribute press. If you want any of the links to any of the books or any of the stuff I've done, go to neverironanything.com. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll say goodbye now. I know you both you, got you both got um, to get going soon, but uh, thanks a lot, and um, hopefully have you back on here soon again at some point. Cheers, guys. Cheers Thank you very much. You. Cheers, guys.